0: Hello and welcome back to the TNC Podcast. It's been a little while since we've sat in these seats, but we're back for number episode number 104. Yes, we are flying through the triple digits now. We've also got loads more podcasts on our iTunes page or Spotify, wherever you listen to it, with lots of former players that Chris has done. But today we're delighted to be able to welcome... Steve from NCFC Numbers. Thanks, Jack. It's Hi an absolute mate. pleasure. Yeah, good yeah, to very finally well. meet you. Um, yes. Yeah, nice to meet you too. I'm thinking of titling this like exclusive face reveal or something. Because they always do <laughs> quite well on YouTube. Um, uh, you so let's go from the start then. NCFC Numbers Twitter page. Yeah. For me, I think I tweeted it the other week, one of my favourite Twitter pages, because it's always nice to go on Twitter and learn something. It's often mm. just negativity or just people's, you know, ill-informed opinions. Yeah. But CFC numbers, it's facts, and it's stuff that you don't often see, and it's lovely. I'm
1: too scared to offer an opinion <laughs> in case I get shot down, you know. So, it's, yeah, I just keep it completely fact-based. No, like, What you said is exactly uh, kind of how I look at it, really. I quite like just being able to do the whole, here's a fact, here's a fact, mm. and, and offering something a little bit different. When I started it up, I, I mean, I always kind of wanted to have that voice on, mm. on social media, a little bit like, well, what you guys do have. Um, but I think in order to do that, you need to be doing something a little bit different. Massively, and I kind of yeah. looked at what was out there for Norwich City, um, plus I'm obviously a massive fan we go yeah. for years and years, mm. got a weird kind of analytical mind. and I thought, how can I put that to good use? I'll do an Optus style
2: uh account. No, it's really and good. People seem to have and we often steal it. it for our podcast, which is good. <laughs> Chris, how <laughs> are you <laughs> Very good, thank you. I'm honoured to have NCFC numbers on the show. I think it's, I think Steve's nailed it. I think, uh, I think giving value online is actually so so important. I think a lot of people. Just spout stuff, which is kind of cool. That's okay. That's what we do. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I think people are a bit bored of that now. Yeah. So, big up to 50 numbers. I'm well. You're tanned.
0: Yeah, I've been in Australia. It's not the Yarmouth sun. Yeah, um, it's it's peeling gradually, but it's still there yeah. for now. So I'm glad I've been able to capture it on camera. Um, Steve is also on a podcast. We all know Michael Bailey. Michael Bailey has a podcast with The Athletic called On The Ball. Links to that will be in the description. We've also got a partnership with The Athletic. So thank you, The Athletic. Uh, discount links will be in the description below. You can sign up to The Athletic with a 50% off discount code, I think ours is, wow. and that equates to about a cup of coffee a month in terms of pricing. Jeez. So it's dead cheap and there's loads of good stuff on there. There was an article that Michael wrote in the week about Alexander Tete. Now, I didn't think we'd be mentioning Alex Tete's name too much this season due to age, and I just didn't think he'd be featuring in the team too much. Maybe it's, uh, it's, it's a sign of other players not performing as well as they sh- maybe should have done. But Alex Tete's contract is up at the end of this season. Mm. Should it be renewed, Steve?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I think he's done enough this season to suggest that
1: even if he's not playing regularly next year, whatever division we might be in, mm. um, that he, Wopper. yeah, because uh, we don't know yet, obviously, <laughs> um, that he, even if he's not playing, he would be a good squad player. I think. I think the character that he's got as well, and the, the fact that he knows the club, he's been here such a long time. Um, I, I, even if he's not in the team, it would be a real
0: shame not to have him around the dressing room. I think mm. so. Um, I'd be getting him to sign. If we stayed up, Chris, would you then? Is it, does it depend on what division we're in next season whether Tete's yeah. contract
2: gets renewed? What have you made of him this season? Well, I guess. Well, my curveball thoughts on this is: what if Tete doesn't want to stay at Norwich? What if he wants to okay. go and and live in Norway? Happily ever after, job done. I suppose that would be the best. Yeah, thing. I you mean, finish on a high. I mean, we—it's all. Is relegation it, finishing on a high? Well, <laughs> Premier League is finishing on a high, isn't it? I think yeah. it's, it's very well documented that. Tete himself has said that he struggles to cope with that hard that hard you you know games after games after games in the championship and so Mm -hmm. for me he might not even want to I mean of course he'd be silly depending on the money but actually he's probably done quite well enough to finish up anyway my thoughts on Tete this season first and foremost is that he's been absolutely outstanding he's got to be probably in our top five performers for me which surprised me because I didn't expect it I really didn't Um, But I think without him, we would have been rolled over and mauled to death on numerous occasions. For me, I've always, always rated Tom Tribal higher. I think Mm -hmm. he's a better footballer in every single way. I'm happy for people to disagree in the comments below, or if you're listening, feel free to tweet me abuse. But I think Tom Tribal is a better pass of the ball. He's more energetic. I think he's more aggressive. Um, he doesn't look like he's he can make him i just for me i just love i love tom tribal and it's completely biased of course um, and I, and i do really rate tete i by the way i want to make it super clear i really respect the years that he's given norwich i remember the buzz i had when we signed him all of those years ago we, we were dying for a player like alex tete and he has been such a fantastic servant for the football club but for me cool we could offer him a deal but if we don't I personally, hand on heart, don't think it's the end of the world, particularly with City coming in.
1: Well, what I'd say about that, I actually agree, I prefer Tribal as a footballer to Tetty. Well if you agree, that must mean it's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> I only deal with facts people, um, uh, but I think, what we obviously started the season with Tribal, didn't really work out particularly well, I yeah. think he's good on the ball, I don't think he offers enough protection in front of the defence, and obviously when you're playing against better attacks, as we clearly have been this season compared to last, we kind of need that, mm. um, and Tetty as a screen in front of the back four has always been brilliant at that. Mm. And if you think back to last summer in the Premier League, when we got Malumbu in, and we <laughs> Thought, oh, we won't be seeing much of Teddy <laughs> yeah. this year then. He's back. This uh, Last season, at the end of the season, obviously, tribal play most of the time. We thought well, that'll be the end of Teddy then. He might get the yeah. old game. Yeah. Amadou comes in and you think, oh, we won't see him. Yeah, no chance. Amadou's a, a Teddy type player. Teddy will be binned off. He keeps coming yeah. back, and every time he does, he puts in the level of performance mm-hmm. where you think, how do we ever write this guy off? You that's know?
0: that's really interesting you mentioned that. Is that a sense of our recruitment in that department? Has yeah. it been good enough then? Yeah,
1: I would say it is. I mean, if you think. Teddy uh, Teddy was a Hughton signing, and if you think if if Hughton could sign anyone, you know, if any position that he knew would be like a defensive one, um, uh, I I would say yes to that. I mean, obviously, Tribal has been a fantastic signing. Let's not forget Mm -hmm. he was on a free, but he's he's a Farker player, right? Whereas I don't, Mm -hmm. I think in a perfect world. Farker wouldn't want to play Alex, yeah. but he's he's had to because of the fact that we haven't been able to get anyone in that's been of the same quality. I think, in
2: that I think what Alex has as well, and we've been dying for this this season, is that right type of experience. And I don't mean just an older player; I mean someone that's ingrained within the football club for yeah. years. Um, you know, I've spoke to uh, obviously we've spoken to Holt, we've spoken to Bradley Johnson. There's so many people that we've spoken to. Already within the last year, and they they all say the same thing that it's all right having the most talented team in the Premier League, but if you've not got the leadership, and I don't mean just leadership as in people that rock up to training and lift the heaviest weights, I mean literally <laughs> pulling people. You know, Jack, you're out of position. Come into play mm. here, and, and I think we've got that with Tim Crawl at the back. I do, but I think Grant of, Hanley's been impressive at that. Yeah, as well. for yeah, yeah. sure, but he's not played consistently enough, mm. right? And I think that you need leaders throughout that spine to to actually stay in the Premier League. I think it's a massive component part that we've missed, and that's why he's had to play Alex Stetter. And closer in on that. doesn't sure. A for loss, sure.
0: Isn't he? Swaying away from that slightly, we mentioned um, Tom Tribal there. I think him and Moritz Leitner were two players I really expected to make that step up. There were certain players I didn't think would step up and have done. What's happened to to Moritz Leitner? And maybe you can put Tom Tribal in that bracket mm-hmm. as well, if not quite... Making the mark that we maybe thought they would? I think it's physical.
1: I, I think that the, they get put under a lot more pressure. I think players, um, not, not just the, the kind of defence players, but also the attacking players who they're up against, are a lot stronger and a lot quicker. And I think that when Leitner, well, Tribal, but particularly Leitner, are on the ball, they look great. But I, I think teams are cutting through us. Um, there was that Newcastle game where they played together at the start of the season, if you remember, where yeah. I thought Leitner looked absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, and he's brilliant for a stat, by the way. Like, inter- <laughs> when he's on his game and he's popping passes yeah. off, he's just breaking all
0: sorts of records through like passing. Yeah, rate yeah. And stuff.
1: Like uh, through p- completion rate, because he's just, you know, he's just mm. finding teammates at will, and just, and obviously because he's always on the ball, mm. he's always knocking it off. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I think that side of his game, obviously not in question, class act. Yeah. When he gets his head up and he's playing, looking for people around mm. him, you can see what a great player he is. Mm. But I think it's almost like the team in microcosm in that he doesn't have maybe the physical attributes that you need in the Premier League and that's why he's fallen further and further down the pecking order.
0: In terms of physicality though Chris I always use this kind of game as a reference point point. leads away last season when Tom Tribal for me put in one of the performances of not only last season, but in recent times for, for Norwich City, yeah. he looked incredibly on the ball that day, and I thought, okay, like he has got the physicality, he has got the movement, he, ha- he is he is that screen behind the defence. The amount of um, blocks and, and in- interceptions he made that game mm. was must have been through the roof. Is it down to physicality, or is it just not being able to maybe get that rhythm in the team week in week out? I think
2: we've already brought it up. You know, we've we've had Tom on a free is massive let's not forget that and so the fact that we're even you know putting Tom in this sentence is actually credit to him the fact that he's in the Premier League is not patronizing and being completely serious in terms of physicality in the championship he absolutely nailed it I can't remember a single game where he was pushed off the ball I really can't Um, I think the Premier League is a big step up for any of these Norwich City players even if you think about Tim Krull you know of course he's been there before but he had that spell out Um, For him to come back in that, there was lots of talking points about that. So, you know, it's not just about Tom and and Moritz. And I don't know. I'm not worried about Tom because we've got Tom on a free. We know he can deliver. And I believe that if the team are playing well, Tom's never the weaker link. He's not. But I I do believe that Tom can be shown up in an average Norwich side. I I definitely believe that. My question perhaps to you, Steve, is Mm -hmm. what the hell has happened to Moritz Leitner? Because... We obviously, there's rumours on and off the pitch of people falling out and all this stuff. But is it down to what he's bought or is it the attitude? Because for me, I'm starting to believe some of the rumours.
1: Yeah, it's always difficult, and you know, ideal in fact. Just
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I almost had
2: you. <laughs> yeah. We did in fiction.
1: I think somebody somebody did ask a question actually when you uh, asked for questions today around, okay. uh, or they, they they made the point that he kind of it ended a similar way from Lazio and at Augsburg. Did. And do we read anything into that? Maybe he is one of those characters. I I have no idea. What like no sort idea. of error is
2: this? The sort of vibe you're getting here. Well, let's, not, let's not put him in the Nelson <laughs> category.
1: <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't torn off his shirt and run over to Farco on the side of the pitch. Yeah, still think it was um, a great celebration. Right <laughs> off. Um, but uh, I, I, I think in terms of performances as well, I, you can't honestly say he would deserve to get in our team. By the way, mm-hmm. it, if you're looking at those two roles in front of the back four. You wouldn't say in terms of the work, the, the players yeah, we've yeah. seen playing there that he would deserve to get yeah. in. I suppose the, the thing is, we bought two more centre midfielders. Well, mm. debatable, but but Rupp can play in that role. And you, well, as soon as we signed him, I did kind of think, maybe that's the end for Leitner then. Okay. Yeah. Um, but in terms of why he's not in there,
2: I don't know. Mm, if you, to ask the you can't see Moritz dropping back down to the Championship, can you? Not because yeah. he's Not because he's better than the Championship, by the way, because mm. maybe that is his
0: level now. And I think there are a lot of respectable sources saying that Leitner was maybe going to go in January yeah. for whatever yeah. reason that didn't come to fruition. So we'll see. Um, yeah, we'll get on to a few more bits later on. Let's talk about the transfer window then. It closed, um, was it a week ago? Yeah. A bit more than a week ago. Yeah. It slammed shut in the words of in, uh, Jim White. Um, what did we make of it? Duda, Rook, and McCallum coming in. Um, a few not too noticeable um, people leaving. Good transfer window? Bad transfer window? Any more hope for the season after it? Uh, Which season? This one or next (laughs) one? Well, maybe that is part of your answer. I don't know. Um,
1: I think... I th- uh, not surprising. Uh, I, I didn't go into it thinking, oh, we're going we're gonna to smash our transfer record. I, th- I would have liked to have seen a striker, I think, just okay. in the. Well, Stephen Naismith sort of thing, yeah? <laughs> or Nelson Oliveira, why not? <laughs> yeah, I? Uh, yeah at, at another position where we haven't got a great track record. Yeah. Oh, we'll think, uh, maybe Timu. Um, yeah, I just think uh, with Dermich being, well, let's be honest, fairly injury prone and um, a lot of reliance on Pookie, I think we could have maybe done with someone just. Just in case, maybe on loan. Um, the additions they brought in, though, Duda looks good. Yeah. Very happy with him.
0: I think Rup looks like he could be a player as well. What's Rup's? Sp- I, I must admit, I haven't seen much of these two players just because I haven't seen much of Norwich in recent weeks. We've You've been tanning him. yourself. I know. I've been taking yeah. a, 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 We've a winter break. Sponsored yeah. Sorry? We've we have sponsored Rup. I know. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to gen up on him. You're gonna Jeez. give me a, a debrief. What, <laughs> what is he then? Talk to me about him.
2: I think the thing that excites me about Rupp is, and I, I speak a lot about. Him. <laughs> I and it, forgot we'd sponsored. Yeah. I think just energy. I think just literally just energy. And what what excites me about him is he he seems um, he seems like a really good passer of the ball. He 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 will slide into Daniel Farker's team with ease. Um, I don't think it'll take him any time to get up to speed at all. And you can see that with Duda as well. By the way. Um, I think Lucas Rupp is a champ. I think we've signed him to prepare for the championship mm. I think we've signed him because we know that there's going to be players going out and by the way that's okay it's not the end of the world to sign players just in case we drop down to level that's fine um, the I most- suppose the argument
0: would be for maybe the more pessimistic fan
2: is we're preparing for the championship but we maybe didn't prepare for the Premier League mm. well yeah I th- look I, if we'd signed Rupp and Duda in the summer I think we'd be having a very different conversation full stop I genuinely think that, that much of a difference Duda's delivery uh, mm. has been absolutely outstanding. It's a tongue twister, isn't it? <laughs> Duda's delivery. <laughs> mm. It's true, though. Duda's delivery? Yeah, thoughts uh, and feelings? Facts? Give us uh, some facts on Duda's delivery. We had cool. so <laughs> many corners. There was a stat about corners,
1: wasn't there? Yeah, we had 12 corners against
0: uh, against Newcastle, which is, I
1: think, the most we'd have in something like four years. I could be wrong. I about. think I read your, it was your a stat,
0: and it, we had 12 corners against Newcastle, and in the previous four games to Newcastle, it we'd had only had 11. 11.
1: Oh, well, I'm glad you remember. It was something like that. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, it has it has been much better. I think. But we still didn't score from one, by the way. Yeah, and that well, although Byron probably should yeah. have, right? I mean, Byron's had a lot of good chances
0: this season. Mm. He
1: for I've never known a defender to have so many uh, presentable opportunities
0: and just not take any of them. Yeah, he's got it. He's got to score before the end, right? that, yeah. that has to happen. Well, I hope so. I can remember that that game in midweek against Southampton a few months ago. Every chance we had fell to him. The one that right at the end, he just kind of sliced over the bar. Um, It's going to be a case
1: of if Byram scores or on the pitch, isn't it, one day? (laughs) Because it just just feels like it's got to happen. Back to the signings. I think um, Rook looks like somebody that's going to be a really good, versatile player for the Championship. Um, Obviously, we don't know who we're going to lose yet, but it does seem like he's... At the moment, he's playing in Emmy's position. um, But it does seem like he could play in the 10 role. He could play behind that. So I think he's somebody that we're going to see quite a lot of different positions, that's my feeling, and Chris said it, he could he could slide into that team and it would be like, it, it felt like he's been here for a couple of years
0: already, just because yeah. that's he's that kind of yeah. player. Well, that's positive. The one I'm most excited about, and he's not even at Norwich at the moment, is McCallum. Mm. Um, very highly rated at Coventry. I think Michael's actually gone to watch Coventry's game today um, to do some scouting, so go over to The Athletic to read more in-depth scouting on McCallum, but I, I've got a Coventry fan who uh, sits next to me at work, and he's like really gutted that they've lost him. And I think we got him on a fairly decent price as well. I know it was undisclosed, but I think it was probably a little less than Coventry would have wanted. And we've got a decent track record with Mm, signing youngsters from Coventry, haven't we? Yeah,
1: that's one went bad, was he? No, he was all right. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember what happened to him. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, um, McCallum, uh, I saw he was up for League One Player of the Month as well the other day, which for a left wing back must take some doing. So Mm. he must be pulling up a few trees. I don't know a huge amount about him. I know he plays at wing back. um, They have a back three at Coventry and he he plays left wing back. Um, Obviously, we've loaned him back there. um, But he's he's the kind of player, and, and I think... When you look at some of the recruitment we've had under Webber, you, you you now look at the young players that they sign and think, well, they've obviously spotted a player there yeah. because because we've got that track record. Yeah. I don't. What do you guys think that means for um, Jamal?
0: Lewis? No, that, I mean, was yeah, that was the question. Sorry, I'll probably no no you've taken my job, but it's <laughs> fine. That's <laughs> what
2: I, breaks my heart. Big time. Does it feel like that?
0: Yeah, but, I but then could... I
2: thought that about Byron and Aaron's as well. I still think that about Byron and Aaron's. I must have said that at least 55 times this season. What, in terms of losing Aaron's because of Byram. Because I, I genuinely just believe still that we bought Byron because it's so obvious that Aaron's is going to be snapped up because okay. he, is the, he is the most talented defender without this club in so many years. Mm. So that worries me. And Jamal, what has what hurt me about Jamal actually isn't the football side, it's the fact that he's such a good guy, he's such a professional and all of the players love him he delivers he hasn't he's really been a in fantastic the squad defender. that much though I think, he's been hard, hard. I think he's been hard done by to not be in the squad because for me um, I know that you I know that you can't look at for example Byron playing in that position and thinking "Oh, well he's missed a few chances so he deserves to go out but for me I would have been a wee bit more cutthroat and I would have put Jam straight back in to be honest with you so I feel like he's been hard done by so it does worry me that we bought I think I'm, I'm excited about McCann for sure but I really don't. want I think on the flip day. side,
0: it would probably be harsh on Byron to drop him out of the but I think on the whole, he's been very good. I don't know, apart, yeah, from, don't apart from the goal scoring. Well, ex- so that's not, well, not, that's really not his, his job. job. Right? <laughs> no, that's not his job. Right, let's move on to Newcastle. I know it was a little while ago, but I think it's important that we do take a look at it because we got a clean sheet, which was nice. Um, wow, we probably should have won, shouldn't we, Steve? No, oh,
1: we definitely should have won. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, obviously. Newcastle had that really presentable chance which Almiron um, missed in the first half. But other than that, it, it mainly fell our way. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pookie one um, was the, the really kind of clear cut one yeah. that then fell to Duda um, on the rebound, which he put into the side netting. Oh. Um, but in terms of the play, well, yeah, we had 19 shots. Which, I forgot that happened, um, Steve. Uh, that yeah, so <laughs> I've, yeah. F- I've forgotten that anything's happened. <laughs> it seems like it's so long since we last had a game. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, nineteen shots is uh, practically unheard
0: of to not score with that many, um, and and a few of them were good chances mm. as well. well. I was going to say I'm not a massive fan of XG statistics, but we were what was it over two? I think. Yeah, we were. Yeah, I, we, I haven't seen them, and I think you, you can get variations on XG as well. Sorry okay. to get
1: um, uber nerdy on you. Yeah. Um, no, but they're, they're not always 100 reliable because it depends where you go. Um,
0: anyway, sorry that that was my. <laughs> Who are you? What have you done point. with Jack? Reed? No, I was yeah. just going to say my real Jack bugbear. XG Reed. Real You
2: real don't have to do too. this just. No, no, I'm a real bugbear yeah. with,
0: so I, a lot of the football content I make now is around like betting, so like mm. trying to find better value than it should be basically and loads of pundits in that kind of industry say, yeah, they might have lost, but they won on the shot count. Yeah. And that just does my head in, because they didn't win, did yeah. they? Yeah. No, they didn't win. And, and you look at, actually, flip side
1: of that, Newcastle, and the fact that they are kind of winning games without having many yeah. shots. I, I don't know what their XG looks like, but I bet it's not good. But they're however many, what, more than 10 points ahead of us. They just have grand results out. Mm-hmm. And arguably got a point they didn't really deserve to get last weekend as well. They, and I think that comes back to the point we were making earlier about having that Premier League experience yeah. and just the nous and the know-how.
2: I'm going to flip the conversation on its head with Newcastle and I'm going to distract myself from the blatant opportunities that we should have scored and I'm going to say Tim Krul, phenomenal. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. good. Yeah, he was Absolutely good. brilliant because if that was earlier on in the season, I, I, felt, I felt like we could have been hit with a sucker punch and I think that Tim Krul, of course, in front of his former club was mm. absolutely outstanding and deserves, applaud it. it's big time.
0: No, really good. Um we should have won. And I think the real annoyance for me is we've come up a, against a lot of sides this season. And I've looked at probably a lot of games we've lost and gone, they're not actually that good. I mean, yeah. But it comes back to the point of like, if that was a one-off game or maybe a couple where you've gone, they weren't that good and they beat us. It would be fine. But it's been consistent, which mm. does pose problems for Norwich City because we're way over halfway through the season now. And yet we still can't find ways to beat these average Premier League sides, can we? And which you need to do to stay in the Premier
2: League. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Palace, West Ham, Burnley, the yeah. list goes on. Um, we've still got, we'll go through the fixtures. I'm sure. I'm. I'm still. I still think we're going to have a rich vein of form at the end of the season because we've got we've got to play Burnley at home, yep. West Ham at home, Brighton, Brighton at home. Who I, really I still hate. don't know how you can be positive. Well, about look this, for, though, me, for me. For me, there. I just don't get there's, But there's, it. there's three games there that we can win. And why not hope but, that we can, Jack?
0: Alright, so my argument for Steve would be is for us to stay up, we need to win three more games than everyone else we're chasing, yeah. right? We've won three games all season, Chris. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you're looking at like the way the season has gone so far, it's, it's never going to happen that we're going to stay up. We're 1-20 <sighs> on to go down. The yeah. bookies rarely get it wrong.
1: I'm more in the Jack camp. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, we would we would have to we would
1: have to win. Facts care about feelings. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've disregarded those <laughs> straight off the bat. Uh, we'd have to win basically every game, yeah. uh, every winnable game, yeah. and maybe get a couple of surprise yeah. results in there as well. Um, I did a bit of homework before I came on and had a look at Blimey. 25. Does, no does anyone ever anyone, does anyone does that? bother to no. do homework? No. Oh god! Well, you know, I I, I like a put time. In yeah, few yeah. Days. No, I love um, that. 25 games into a 38-game season. We are on 18 points. And I just thought I'd have a look and see if anybody stayed up from that position before. And it's happened three times. Okay. Uh, one of them was Leicester uh, the year before they did the league win thing, okay. the crazy thing. So, <laughs> okay. that's, that's, I think that's the one. That's the one we need. Then there was... Um, Pompey, I can't remember what year, but it, would, it was the year that Redknapp mm. came in. I think it was sort <laughs> yeah. of fire, and then six. bankrupt them, and then bankrupt them. <laughs> yeah. So no, scratch yeah, that yeah. one. So they changed their manager and uh, overspent, which we had not done either of those things. Yeah. And then the third one was West Brom, uh, the year that they stayed up on something yeah. like thirty-two points. So I almost think disregard that one as well because the points tally was so low. I was going to say gonna even with that. Leicester,
0: yeah. whether was the gap between them and. The people above them smaller than our current situation? It or?
1: was slightly smaller, not much, but they went on a crazy run and ended up on 41 points. So I think they were something like 17 at this stage and got 24 points from the last, what, 13 games. So they went on a run which was almost like Champions League form. So they actually
2: did more than they needed to. I think we're gonna need at least top half. The thing is, boys, is, I like hanging around with you two. I think you should. I think you should. (laughs) I I think you just hang around with people that challenge your views and you get different things from them, right? But there's two ways people make decisions in life, full stop emotional and logical, Mm -hmm. okay? And let's put relegation into the ring, okay? So logically, we're going to get relegated, yeah? Mm -hmm. Given the previous records, which by the way are there to be broken um yeah fair point (laughs) given the fact that we've only won three games all season yeah i think that's right it's all very doom and gloomy okay and i'm okay with accepting that you believe in that but for me football supporting norwich by the way not man U, chelsea arsenal one of these one of these big clubs the reason why we love norwich is the hope Mm -hmm. the reason why we love norwich is because of these mad moments of these things that for example by the way it's probably not going to happen, but could you imagine if we actually beat Liverpool? And, and I don't believe it for a second, but could you imagine it? And I just think, going and I'm not saying you two do, but I know there are fans that are going to games now, ready with their negative tweets, they're ready to moan, they're ready to give up, they've already given up, they're already saying Farka out, Divya's crap, blah, 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 blah. And I I just think, what is the point? We go to football matches to be entertained, to forget our nine to five, to fall in love with the sport, to get emotional about it. So facts, don't care about feelings for sure, but feelings, passion, emotion, drive the sport that we love today. That was a very that was nice. That was very good. I can't argue with any of that. Yeah, that was a decent yeah. speech, though. Yeah, yeah, very good. So I love a bit of stats I love stats. I always do my stats after the game. I think I think it's brilliant. I love NCFC numbers, by the way. Follow NCFC numbers on Twitter, please, for Thank God's you. sake. But <laughs> no remember. <feeling> so. <laughs> remember why we love Norwich. No, why no, do you it, fall in it's love it's with it? It's also Norwich? worth noting for me, and I don't know what Steve. I've actually really
0: enjoyed this season. Yeah. I think there's been a nice I, I really love the squad, which helps. I love what Webber's doing. I, I I like what Farker's doing. Yes, we've fallen short, but I wouldn't have changed anything we'd done in the summer mm, I thought we'd great. nailed it in the summer I, think I don't think I would have probably signed anyone else yeah. we we did get unlucky with, with the injuries especially in the centre-backs I, I don't like to play it on luck because I think it kind of evens out over the course of the season Bournemouth have had similar problems I just I just think it's gone a bit wrong and like I wouldn't blame anyone I've got no, no. one to pin the blame on what is your <laughs> opinion
2: on and maybe this is at UNCFC numbers Steve as we're going to call you from now on thanks um <laughs> What is your opinion on, in terms of taking, uh, lots of people, <clears throat> they like they want to blame someone. Okay, mm-hmm. If any, should someone take blame? Because there's a lot of people saying Stuart Webber and the recruitment team got the recruitment wrong. Mm-hmm. And what is your opinion on that? Because for me, I, I don't have the answer. But if you look at Amadou, for example, you look at these players and I think, yeah, I think have they got a point? Well,
1: what I would say, where where were the people that would say that were criticising the recruitment on? You know, where were they on August the thirty-first or whenever it was that the transfer window slammed shut in the summer? Um, I don't, I don't remember people saying, agreed. Where, you know, why haven't we spent ten million? Yeah. What we did, we made a decision. We're going to get the players. We're going to get the players who took us up. We're going to give them all contracts, and we're going to say, this is your chance. You can try, and it's your job to keep us Mm. up. I was perfectly happy with that at the time and I'm not going to turn around now and say, no. why, didn't we, why didn't we do more? <coughs> um, so no, I, I, don't think, I don't think you need to blame someone. I, I think sometimes I think it's a combination of a little bit of bad luck, maybe a little bit of naivety. Mm. Um, and, uh, and I also think, um, and you guys have probably discussed this previously, people honestly want a massive mm. Saudi Russian billionaire backer mm. to take us over. I mean, the the whole thing about um, Norwich City over the last couple of years has been the identity that we've had. We've always been a family club, and I like that about us. And I think... Would you want to throw that out the window so that we could become another another Crystal Palace mm. or another Southampton? Not saying that their owners are mm. in any way dodgy or anything. But you, you know, at least the last thing that. you'd
0: want is to become a Bournemouth. Like yeah, there's nothing good about Bournemouth, I don't think. <laughs> I don't even write any place. The, as a football <laughs> no, <club>. the place <laughs> is very nice actually. <laughs> we what had a lovely
2: day. We had a did have a lovely day, didn't we? Bournemouth. But it was an absolute shithole in terms of the stadium.
1: How many does the stadium? Hold it's so tin pot.
2: It just it's the worst stadium I've been in in my life. In fact, no, Blackpool, because they only had two two stands when I went and the ball blew in from a corner. That was when Alan Gow played for us. Okay, big up Gowson, by the way.
0: Okay, uh, I'm sure we'll get on to the rest of the season in a bit as well, but I thought it's time for some Twitter questions. Thank you to everyone who interacts with us on Twitter. If you don't already follow us, at says, Norwich City. Um Okay, first question from Jake Roberts, and he asks, who do you think are relegation favourites? And do you think, and who do you think is most likely to stay out of our overperforming? I don't get the question. Who do you think are relegation favourites? Well, that's Norwich if you're looking at the odds. And why? And who do you think is most likely to stay out of the bottom three? Maybe out of our out of our. Out of our before overperforming, oh I, so see, are the, I see. Which of the
1: uh, I guess like the youngsters. Yes. do we I, need uh, to get sorry, Steve to read these out? Probably, <laughs> <Sorry>. probably. No, <laughs> I'm out of the game too. I huh?
0: have, yeah. Okay, so okay, so we'll throw Max Aaron's in there, Jamal Lewis, Todd Cantwell, Emi Buendia. Any others? Uh, ben Godfrey. Ben Godfrey. And, okay. And Taimu as well, or we not counting? I'll him? take T. i will take I think. Okay, we'll. we'll I think okay. Taimu's staying. Disregard him. So out of them five, who is most likely to stay?
1: Do you wanna
0: to go? Todd Cantwell, Jamal Lewis, Max Aarons, Ben Godfrey, Emmy Wendy. God
2: they could all go, couldn't they? Do
1: you think Um I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Godfrey, I think. Most likely to stay. Yep. Really? Yep. Really. Because I wouldn't have said that a few weeks ago, but I'm not sure he's acquitted himself exactly as we would have expected. I think McCallum, as we were saying, is maybe that's Jamal possibly on his way. Yeah. Uh, Emmy's gone. Yeah. Whatever happens. Um, Max is going to go. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, I've
0: got a completely different answer. Have this, you? Think. Oh, yeah. I'm interested then.
2: I'm really interested. And, and what it. about and Todd? Todd. Mm, oh, maybe, maybe Todd. Max, ha- Ma- I'd maybe love Todd. Max to say it's going to break my heart but he's just too good. So for me,
0: Ben goes, slight agent factor in there. I think That's he's got a true. very good agent. Yeah. Todd stays. Right. I think he's probably committed to the cause yeah. and actually I think he probably is ready to, to step up into a bigger club in the Premier League mm. um, who else? Jamal goes because of Sam yep. um, coming in um, who else have we got? Max Ahrens I'm not sure about Max I'm not sure I, he actually hasn't hit the Premier League as hard as I thought he would he's, he's, he's warming to it though isn't he? he's warming to it yeah um, and Emmy and Emmy goes for yeah. hopefully very big money Oh, yeah, for sure. for sure.
2: Most likely to stay, Pookie. <laughs> we weren't including him. Okay. I thought you were including him. We weren't including I think Timmy stays as well.
1: Yeah, so do I. Can I change my answer to well You've just, okay. you've just convinced <laughs> okay. me that actually. Okay. Okay. It's Todd. Yeah, sorry. Good question, Jake. So, yeah. who,
0: do you, who do you think stays out of them lot? Max, does he stay or go? <laughs> I, okay. think gonna go. Yeah,
2: I think <laughs> he's going to go. Yeah, Todd. Um... Oh God, he could go. The club could cash in. Ben, I don't know. I don't know. Well,
1: I, they're not. Surely not all five of them are going to go because no. we don't. We don't yeah. need to lose all five of them. And I think if if one of them stays, it's almost like right. Well, you are the main man. Yeah, for the next I say Tolly. Tolly. So let me stay. flip Tally's that question. Stay.
0: Let's scrap Emmy Buendir because I think we all are resigned to him leaving. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to stay the most? <sighs> Who's most important to this oh. squad? Hang on. Are these, these are good hang questions. Hang on, just hit me with uh, the players again. Jamal so Lewis, yeah. Max Ahrens, Ben Godfrey and Todd Cantwell. Uh
2: Max, out of those four. Really? If, if I could choose one of them today, it'd be Max Aaron's. Okay. But then, if you think about the greater good of the club, we'd probably get the most money for Max. Yeah, true. But then, I'd, oh, I don't know. It's so hard. I think the nice
0: position we're in is we don't have to sell any of them, but you're also playing into players' wants and needs. Like, if we go down, there's going to be all of them players I would have thought being like I'm good enough for the Premier mm. League I've proven it yeah. Yeah. and
1: and the other thing is I don't know but I would imagine the mantra is very much like we will develop you as young players we want what's best for you and actually is it what's best for them to stay at Norwich City mm. when they could
0: be playing at a higher level mm. I kind of hope we don't I know we're probably slightly behind them, but I hope we don't go down that Southampton model of just churning them out and then selling them
2: the Southampton model that kept that's kept them in the Premier
0: League for years and years and years and years but they're on the they're yeah, on the but verge. they're going to stay up. I'm saying they're beyond us, but from a just a point of view of, like, I
2: hope we keep our young lads and I, mm. I hope we just don't get... I wouldn't mind becoming Southampton. If you offered me <laughs> Southampton tomorrow, I'd take it. Okay. Whatever happens, it's going to be a fascinating summer, isn't it?
0: Yeah. In terms of who goes, who we get in. We're also, of course, all answering from a point of view that we're all down, so... That's yeah, true. True. <laughs> maybe we'll stay up and keep them all. Who knows? Um, Matt Gregory says, uh, "What made you become such a great Norwich stato? Such a great job you do. Oh, thanks, do you Matt. keep all of these in like spreadsheets? There What's the working? A massive spreadsheet. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That
1: you've compiled. Uh, yeah. So if you want any of the backstory, yeah, no, we of want, the full, I want the full, so back so yeah, 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 right. It's a long and very boring. <laughs> no. So um, basically, yeah, I kind of, as I was saying to you before, I kind of wanted to." Kind of do something slightly different, so I mm. thought, well, I'll keep a spreadsheet, and because that's the way that this is going to work, right? If it's going to be good, then it has to be reliable. So, uh, maybe a couple of years ago, so maybe in Farkas' first season, okay. I thought, well, I'll make a start on it. So, it's like scores, half times, what day it was, um, who played, who got a yellow card, who got subbed off, who scored, how they scored, all that stuff. Okay. So, it's all there. So, I did a couple of years of it, and then I kind of as any with anything that I start off like that I got bored, and I was like, <laughs> okay. right, can't be bother to see this anymore. Then I got ill, I got the flu for a couple of weeks, and you know how when you're just at home, yeah. and you just start to go a bit stir crazy, I thought well i'll I'll start it up again, uh, just see how it goes. I just got obsessed with it. I was you? doing like a season of that every single day because I was wow. like n- had nothing better to do, no one else was around, and it ended up getting to the point where I was like I'd done about 20 30, 20 odd years of it, something like that. wow. So it's all there. So how do you get on, the previous what?
2: like data just through? So you, are you literally just you're, you're data mining basically? Yeah,
1: it's it's a it's a whole yeah. Sorry, can I swear? I was gonna swear. yeah. yeah. It's, it's a shitload of data
2: mining as well. I was gonna say. Yeah, me so about the t- tech involved as well, please, Steve. There is no tech. There is no tech. Google Sheets. So are we talking? <laughs> is it like a basic Dell job? Is it an Apple Mac? Is it is it like a password protected vaulted? Hidden document in the dark really archives got, of NCFC numbers. I really hope
0: you've got a room, you know, like the um, the stocks and shares traders with yeah. like the screens all over yeah, the place. Yeah, so, like, sell, yeah. sell, sell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd love to tell you it
1: was. It's a spreadsheet on my HP laptop at home. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows I'm not really that technical minded. I just like a few numbers. So no, it's really unexciting. But it is like it's like the secret source of my slightly less, you know, minusly
2: successful Twitter account. I kind of, had, cool. I had this vision you've kind of broke my heart a little bit because I had this vision of <laughs> like a so you're in your gaff yeah. and you go and, and there's, a, there's, a, there's a doorway that goes downstairs yeah, like and a bookcase vo- that it's you downstairs it a book from a bookcase it's case? a vault well no, it's, a, probably, it's a bookcase yeah and then there's a vault, that <laughs> one yeah. of those opens up, cranks open, like a, like a r- proper rusty door. Yeah. And then you go down the stairs, and it's just like almost like a like a like a jewelry shop, like a gold mine of just <laughs> NCFc, like things for like all them like clapper banners everywhere, and just like loads of stuff like that. And then of course the big screens. And, yeah. But no, it's I just do you I and do that. have all
0: that in my house, but that's for something else. Brilliant. Um the what the one I the, most, the stat I was most impressed with was what you said on I think it was the pod you went on on, on the on the ball um, the players who have won football matches on their birthdays for Norwich City oh yeah I was like how have you figured that out because um, surely well, you're not keeping players' birthdays are you. Who are, are you? <laughs> oh, you are. Okay, <laughs> yeah. fair okay enough. You, I've completely you, underestimated you. You couldn't possibly have that as well. Why would you? <laughs> Just
1: why? No, I'm, the reason that's useful is for doing stuff like uh, youngest ever, like with Max oh, last season to I be see. able to, to be able to call on that. So if I've got the birthday, then it's like uh, you can you can kind of pull it from there. I'm loving the looks that I'm getting here. By the way, it's great. <laughs> it's more
2: <laughs> intriguing. Do you ever
1: think? Do you do you ever think why?
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. Not why? Because the why is you love Norwich. The why is always there for me. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. With the why. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever question like your own sanity, like, in, do you, do you, because <laughs> yeah, is because question. for me, like, the, I, I kind of feel like you're about to pop a stat out about the bloody socks that we're wearing and stuff like that. Like, oh, in this season that we wore socks of this length with the two stripes, we ended up winning. <laughs> like, I, genuinely, I, and I don't, I'm not writing it off. People, I actually think you keep those as well. Not being funny,
1: people love kit stats, but sometimes it can it can just be like the red um, kit this season the red kit I'm we've not it. conceded in the red kit am I right I think we've you played in it twice yeah. but the green one last year But that was not That was not on the spreadsheet that was just me thinking <laughs> Steve, are you doing on, right in the it green kit get it on the spreadsheet <laughs> <laughs> get it on the spreadsheet what kits yeah jeez man You're gonna, you you, to know, you
2: know you'll bring it in now uh, let's make it a Talk Norwich City exclusive stat oh, we've
0: always been good in like third kits we were it, feel, it felt like we were always quite good in that purple one. Do you remember the Mackie yeah. D's kit? Yeah. The
2: Malumbu kit?
0: Yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah, it yeah, was dreadful. <laughs> Moving it? on swiftly. Yeah. Uh, right. Trad with- Wife um, says Which <laughs> former Norwich player is the only one to have scored over 10 goals a season in the top flight for three consecutive seasons? This includes the old Division One. Be prepared? Uh, yep, yeah, so Brilliant. homework. Oh, well, I'll tell you what, I won't. You didn't have much time to prepare. This is like a test, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a good job I wasn't doing anything today. Yeah. Like,
1: Thanks questions for asking those questions, lads. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, so I did look this up, but do you guys have any thoughts on who it might be?
0: It wouldn't have been Halsey, <laughs> would it? So no, we are, halty. we are
1: going back some here. It's, pro- it's, before, it's before any something? of us were born. Oh, definitely wow. before you two lads were born. It was before I, I was born. I too. wouldn't know. It was John Dean.
0: John Dean yeah. and he scored in ten goals in three consecutive seasons yeah. in the top. That's an impressive game, That's good, man. isn't it? That's a yeah. very good game. Yeah, very That's good, good going, did, uh, in, in context, Delia uh, says, "How many clubs have won promotion back to the Premier League in the season after relegation with the same manager since the Premier League era began?" Okay, so these are the kind of questions
1: that I like. Okay. Like, right, I can find the answer to this. So it's happened twenty times, as in teams have cut, gone down and come straight back up again. Uh, and out of those nine have had the same manager that they've gone down with, so okay. recent examples would be Rafa at Newcastle. Okay, a uh, bit Shaw- of an anomaly. Yeah, yeah, so, <coughs> so uh, and of those nine, three of them had previously been promoted with the, with the same club, okay. so, yeah. that, so if we're talking gone about- up, if Gone down and gone up. Exactly, so oh, as in, okay. so the, with, the mani- with the manager in place for promotion, relegation, promotion, which is obviously what we're, presumably what we're talking about with yeah. Barker, so that was Dyche at Burnley, Okay. And the other two are both in the 90s, Kerbisley at Charlton and Brian Robson at Middlesbrough. But it's happened nine times in the history of the Premier League. So if we were to do it, assuming we go
0: down, which we haven't yet, then we'd be the 10th. Have you got the percentage off the top of your head in terms of oh, the amount in, of teams who have gone down and then come back up?
2: Uh, so it's, oh God, right, this is matching <laughs> that, my head. What is the movie with all the numbers going on uh, like? A Beautiful Mind, is it? No, no, no. What's the, it's, it's the gambling work. one. What is it? In the casino, oh, Oceans uh, it's eleven or something. Twenty-one. Uh, Kevin Spacey. No,
0: I'm not somewhere. very good with movies. So.
1: Um, the percentage would be something, like something like twenty-five, thirty. Oh, okay. Did you just say something
2: yeah. like? You, that's <laughs> not good enough. you are NCFc numbers. Yes. So, I don't deal in like facts, people. And I, white I, data. <laughs> I
0: thought it would be less than that. Okay, so we, we've got we've got a chance. Yeah, one in four. Um, there's loads of really tricky questions here. Um, Jay Rapley asks: Apart from Pookie. Who was the last Norwich player to win Premier League Player of the Month
1: for Norwich City? For Norwich City, yeah. Uh, well, that one actually is reasonably easy because no one's done it. No one had done it before. Oh, Teemu. really? Yeah, not even like the likes of Chris Sutton had a look back, and it's not happened. So wow. Timu was the oh, first. I do Norwich remember Teemu, there like, being a discussion about I that. Think, actually. I think I might even have tweeted it at the time, but I can't remember. Yeah, But yeah.
2: That
0: shows just how impressive. Te- like Big yeah, seriously, Teemu's tailed off slightly, not very much, but.
2: I think we forget how impressive he was at the start of the season Chris. But imagine if we if we'd shored up at the back. Imagine if I'm saying a lot of imagine mm. but 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 if the team behind Timo were continually giving him mm. the level of service that that he should be given. I mean, for me, like I remember being up up in the prem with um, Cameron Jerome up front, and <laughs> you know, and and brilliant. You know, he 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 had been brilliant, but then he couldn't hit a barn door in the Premier League. Of course, he did score that fantastic overhead kick that got cancelled against mm. Crystal Palace. But um, for me, Pookie has still over delivered. Oh yeah, massively in the Premier yeah. League, especially. So I'm not. So when I'm seeing people now slagging off Pookie, saying oh, Pookie can't hit a barn door, Pookie needs to go do some shooting practice come on man mm. we signed him on a free mm. you know he is the fact that Manchester United probably made an offer for him says it all well they
0: signed gala didn't they and I think Puk is probably in a more impressive streak oh, well, form that, than that. I think
1: uh, with Puk, thinking about his player of the month award, he's the only player that I can think of and it's just, like genuinely just been a phenomenon if, yeah. if, like for that, at that point, everyone was talking about Pukki were not mm, they? He was yeah, top scorer in the Premier yeah. League. He just come in the up Premier League, and we've yeah. never yeah. had that before with any Norwich player that I can think no. of. As good as Holty was, he wasn't like that phenomenon yeah, that, yeah. that team
0: that team he was. For I mean, it, in terms of national media, like he was everywhere at the exactly, time, like, yeah. and, and it was just crazy. I think, of course, the Man City game when we beat them earlier in the season was the highlight, but. That Newcastle game oh, in which he scored a hat trick, so like I came out of there. I think I went on five live the next day and I was like, "We are definitely. It's not a matter of are we stay up. We are and start to look at whether we'll get in the top ten because this man is tiger." So if anyone's yeah. still got that, please feel free to, to tweet it. But he, that,
2: like, he was so good that game. Crystal, was not he? Oh, he's red hot. He was a joy to watch. And but but imagine. I, I genuinely believe now. If if because it's still an if if we go down to the championship. Teams will seriously fear playing team against Team yeah. Pukki. Seriously fear it, and I think that only brings positive, a lot of positives to the football club for sure. I think, I'd, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a bit. I am a bit pissed off to be honest with you with the criticism that Pukki's getting. Like, yes, I don't think it's criticism of him, I think it's just an annoyance that we haven't
0: got someone who could fill that slot because he has played a lot of football. Oh, yeah. yeah,
2: exactly, exactly right. He's played a lot of football. There's there's absolutely no backup, more or less, um, apart from. Of course, the icon himself, which I mean, he's already <laughs> delivering in the Bundesliga, is, which yeah. says it all. Sure is. um So yeah, I Poggy's been phenomenal this season. He's got to get Player of the Season, isn't he? Surely. I'd hope so. I think he's he, he's in pole position right now. Yeah. And don't forget as well,
1: he hasn't. The, the last time he scored, no play was against Leicester, and that was the game when he broke his deep. Oh break his yeah. Well, yeah it, he, he, I, I mean, I, I still think he might be carrying that that injury potentially. Interesting. So, uh, which which, which we don't. Even no, considered it. It's true. So.
0: Um, a question for the viewers at home Who was the last player before Pukki to score a Premier League hat trick? Has that happened before? Gran Holt.
1: Must uh, have done. Yeah.
0: He must Holt have scored. He didn't.
1: Did he not? I don't think he
0: did. Anyway, we're, this isn't a yeah. question for us, yeah, for the people at home. Yeah. Um, Chris mentioned there about chances created. Now, this might be skewed slightly because I've just seen everyone Buendir at the top of mm. all. Is that an argument we can rely on that we haven't? Cr- Provide, provided enough chances to Pookie, or are we up there w- with that kind of stuff?
1: Um, no, I I don't know if that is. Another, I think I think a few weeks ago, maybe I think well m- weeks months. I think one, around that the time of that Watford game. Yeah, um, I mean, my, my my feeling with it has actually been it, it's almost gone. Emmy's form has kind of gone like this, yeah. whereas Puky's has gone a little bit like this, yeah. and we haven't had them both firing at the same time. Mm. I think uh, around that time when we, you know, with the Watford game, that run of games we just weren't scoring. Mm. It, it felt mm. like we weren't even really creating. Puky was still playing as well as he'd ever been, but we yeah. weren't doing anything for him. Now, over the last few weeks, with the Newcastle game, I guess being a bit of an example. Um, although Emmy wasn't even playing in that, so maybe others have stepped up too, Todd as well. Um, we are creating the chances, and maybe Pookie's form mm-hmm. has not quite been at the level where the, the mm-hmm. Pookie that we know the rest mm-hmm. of the time would have taken those, but perhaps for whatever reason just hasn't quite been there. Um, but, yeah, in terms of chance to create, I mean, you know, you look at a uh, Palace and Newcastle, we're,
0: we're way ahead of those teams. Yeah. So we're, we're not struggling in that department. The real frustration is me for me has been the lack of points we've taken from Pukki's goals. Like uh, Out of the 11 goals he scored, so few of them mm. have actually gone on to, to mean anything. Mm. For the team, which is annoying. Uh, right, let's have a look ahead then to, um, well, to Liverpool coming up this weekend. But I just wanted to throw this out there, Chris. How many points do you expect us getting from the next four league games. So the, the run of fixtures goes like this. Liverpool at home. I hate the next four, by the way. Wolverhampton Wanderers away. Leicester at home. And then we've got a cup game against Tottenham at the new White Hart yeah. lane. And then it's Sheffield United away. So four league games. Three points. Really? Where, where, are, they, they, where come, are they coming yeah. from? We're going to beat
2: Leicester at home. Okay. Okay. Leic- Leicester's... The wheels have fallen off Leicester's bus now. Do you think... Uh, by the way uh, Eddie I I, I think Leicester a fantastic football club this is the clause fantastic (laughs) football club really enjoyed watching them I think they've got a phenomenal setup there really like what Brendan's doing genuinely I really like Leicester but the wheels would have come off the bus by then and Norwich had to take the opportunity there's no way in hell we're beating Liverpool at home Wolves away I mean that's that's looking really tough as well although Ryan Bennett now not being there maybe there is a chance Um, and you know Big John on the bench you know Um, who have we got after that we've got Tottenham by the way do you fancy a little cup any interest in the cup yeah Matt
0: you know better than anyone Chris I hate I don't hate cup competitions but in previous seasons I just haven't seen the point in them Mm. and people have been really annoyed at me at times being like I'm really glad that we haven't put a full strength side out last season especially when we travelled to Bournemouth and we put out like a second string side. I was so happy with that because I didn't want to yeah. derail our league for. Yeah. This year however, there's nothing to lose in the league. We might as well go on a cup run. Do you think he will though, Jack? Do you think he will
1: pick I mean like, you know, Demitch scored in the last round. Yeah. Is he going is he going to drop him and play Puki this time? <sighs> no. He's going he's going to start with Yosiphin. I think so too. And he deserves to and I hope he does. And yeah. I think the same I think it plays Stephenman as well. I would be surprised if he didn't. Um well, I don't know. We'll yeah. see, see where we are then.
0: Interesting you mentioned Steve, and for me, that's been one of the big reasons why we haven't yeah. kicked on because he was so important for our, well, the, just the way we played last season. Um, okay, Steve, how many points do you think we're getting? Um, well, on the Athletic pod on Monday, I made a, a desperate
1: attempt to try and justify the fact that we might get a point against Liverpool. Like, like, like what's the what's the reasoning behind that?
2: Like, <laughs> ha- <laughs> you're writing CFC numbers yeah. and you're you're genuinely,
1: you're, the reason for it is I think we, we might play the same way we did against Man City, where we went into it thinking, we have got no chances. So let's just shut up shop. Let's just sit back and let them come onto us. We got a little bit lucky in that game, but we, I think, deserve to win. I think we might approach it in the same way. And also, I think this winter break thing... Where there's been no games for two weeks, might just throw up something weird. I (laughs) I, I have no there's no logic going into this. I like that. It's the third time I've heard that. (laughs) (laughs) So um, yeah, that's that's as optimistic as I'm gonna be. Okay. So I'm gonna say a point there, Mm. a point against Leicester, mm, and a point at Wolves, and I think we'll lose against Sheffield United. So three as well. well. Jack, what are you going
0: for? I'm going for you you know what, I'm actually going for three. (laughs) I th- I'm going to agree with you. I think we might beat Leicester as well. Friday um, night under the lights, isn't it? It Leicester. is a Friday night game, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, wasn't the Keep last Friday night coming. game Watford? <laughs> it was, yeah. Um, and great. how did that go? Not, not well. <laughs> not great. Um, let's have a quick, like, bit more of an in-depth look at Liverpool, and then and then we'll wrap things up. Um, how do we approach it? Like, is there any way you can approach it to try and because we are up against here one of probably if not the best. Side that's graced the
2: Premier League. The 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 major weakness for me. I, I'm not. So let's go right back to the beginning of the season. That first game at Anfield, mm. which by the way, first half, you know, deer in headlights. Totally get that. For the first ten um, minutes in that game, we actually
0: looked quite good. Yeah, well, and it uh, was that thirty minutes before yeah, half. Steve then, really everything cool. fell to Stephen, didn't yeah. it? Yes.
2: By the way, and, and but Grant Hanley gets desperately unlucky. Yeah. Mm. Um, anyway, second half. I thought we nullified the pressure of Salah, Mane, Firmino really well. But they did start. They could drop off, Chris. Like, okay, I understand that. But I'm not. I'm weirdly not so worried about that. But I'm so worried about the aerial presence from corners. Like, Mm. so worried about it. Um, I think that that is where we're going to concede at the weekend. I think that's where Liverpool will know that we're weak as well. Look. Max and Jamal can keep up with that they can keep up they can definitely keep up I'm not saying they they will stay solid but they can keep up and most opposition players can't keep up with those front three mm. but the problem that we're going to have is is certainly from set pieces certainly 100% I
0: think that kind of that Liverpool's um, concentration towards set pieces just shows how um, like Obsessed they are with the small things because mm. they've got a mm. throw-in coach, don't they? Like no one's yeah. had that before. Yeah. And, like they're so obsessed with just they are sometimes the single goals that pull you through matches. And there's been so many games this season which Liverpool maybe haven't been at their best, but have just found the way to win. Mm. And I guess when you've got a Van Dijk and you've got a Matip and you've got you know Milner whipping in cross corners, it, yep. it is a real threat to us. Set pieces is a great
1: point actually, and it's making me maybe revise my <laughs> <recognition>. <laughs> um But. Um, I think in terms of the approach, it would be for me just to do that sit back thing. I wonder because of the pace of um, Mane, Salah, whether whether Godfrey comes in for Grant Hanley as as uh, Is I always uh, suspended isn't it? And oh, he? Of He'll be back from suspension f- on next Saturday. Yeah. I kind of almost want to see Grant Hanley play again because I think he really deserves to. Yeah. But I think he'll go with Ben and and Zimbo at the back there. Okay. Um. I really don't know how we approach it. It, it. it's it's gonna be it's interesting you referred to the Leeds game earlier. That for me is still that's that's the blueprint for how yeah. to play against these kind of teams yeah. who you know are gonna be a really difficult mm. opposition and you know are gonna come onto you is that kind of hitting them on the counter. So Emmy's gotta come back, hasn't he, for this. And the difference is they had Bamford, these have got Salah up <laughs> for me, no. That's true. That is a <laughs> actually scored against us. Like Should that, we
2: don't um, why don't we stick Mickey McGovern and Tim Cruel in between the sticks <laughs> two keepers in Subjects sit tight yeah. six yard box actually why don't we just put
1: Godfrey in and Hanley and Zimmerman yeah. and maybe yeah. chuck Tim in as well as he fit now he <laughs> would never but have you yeah. yeah Yeah. actually I was looking at the numbers on this and uh, the last so we've conceded five or more goals uh, the last ten times that's happened four of them have been Liverpool not that yeah. that means anything for this game right yeah. but you know they have and all four of them had Suarez in I think they probably did. Yeah, yeah, yeah they would have. So oh gone. no, no, sorry, five four. Yeah, that done, wasn't it. Oh,
0: five four. God, the five four. Can't sorry be to the bring four. that up. Awesome. Of course, but
2: yeah, exactly. But no, you know what? Let's bring that up. The last time we played Liverpool at home, it's a very Curry, different Okay, okay, but let's just put that in the room. Yeah. <laughs> we take Norwich came up against <laughs> Liverpool. It's eleven versus eleven. Come on, <laughs> come on. Well.
1: Actually, the point that Chris made earlier about being optimistic, like in a, in a rational world, we wouldn't even bother going to the game next week. What's mm. the point? Because, yeah. because Liverpool Man have, City. have dropped two points all season. But there is a slight chance. And I think when we're on our game, we can give teams a game. I'm sounding so desperate. <laughs> but I, I genuinely do think if we play well... We have a chance. I, I honestly believe
2: that. I just want us to stick the ball in the back of the net. Yeah? If we do that, I'll be dead happy. Okay. No matter what the scoreline is.
0: We've really helped Liverpool out at times this season, haven't we? Like We've beaten Man, yeah. we beat Man City, which kind of gave them the li- first kickstart.
2: I think so. Mate, could it, such Could good we point. be the people that disrupt their invincible season? I'm, I'm putting this in the room. I think Liverpool owe Norwich. <laughs> because I think, and, and I think the Liverpool fans, will, will the ones that have got their head screwed on, should agree with me here. <laughs> We are the reason that Liverpool have won this league because we de- <laughs> mate, we Can't derailed Man City. We derailed Man City. We put it in their heads that they are not good enough. Mm, okay. Liverpool us won. Liverpool have won the Premier League. Yeah. Give us these three yeah, points,
1: lads. If, if ever they were going to give us a three points, you might as well do it when you've got a 22-point yeah, lead. They've got the exactly. the breathing space, haven't they? Yeah, they can afford it.
0: Right, Any any closing statements? Any facts you haven't spout out that you want to
1: um, I think you've pretty much extracted everything okay. from my mind well that's so, my job um, done then yeah but no thanks very much for having no, me no brilliant um, and if pleasure. you do want to
0: follow Steve and get all of these facts and figures and stats on a, on a daily basis nearly uh, head over to <laughs> his, his Twitter feed to to that. <laughs> um, at NCFC Numbers we'll, we'll link it down in the description below and also go over to the On The Ball podcast uh, and you can listen to his dulcet tones on a, on a weekly basis
2: Chris, all good. Yeah, public service announcement. Okay, we've got some phenomenal audio podcasts coming up. The bonus episodes. Yeah, I cannot begin to tell you how excited I am for the next audio podcast. How many have we got? It is in the well, bank. We've, we've got th- three. We've got three in the bank. Okay, and I'll try and give you some. Cl- I, oh God, no, I can't give you clues. But what I will say is. The next one is possibly the best ever story we've ever unfolded on the TNC podcast. I haven't heard it either, so that um, be- that's absolutely massive. Um, and then there's another one after that will really raise people's eyebrows, and they'll be like, "How the hell did you get him on?" and so I'm a really excited one. for that it's, 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 there is an Norwich link but it's very random Okay. very random oh, I'm excited
1: is that, is that story even better than the one I just
0: told you about how I started my spreadsheet <laughs> not <how> as <laughs> good as <is> that <laughs> surely not surely not <laughs> um, yeah and if you do want to listen to them they're only available on the podcast platform so Spotify SoundCloud iTunes if you listen to them and a five star review would be absolutely lovely thanks very much for watching and we'll see you again very soon bye bye